the course of Advent, I've been talking about prayer and how prayer is the best way for us to really prepare for the arrival of Jesus at Christmas. And so uh, earlier this week, I was talking to a friend of mine who's been listening to the different homilies, and she said, you know, Father, this is wonderful. You have some very, very good advice. In fact, I've begun to pray for 15, 20 minutes a day. The reality is, she said, I'm not a monk. I'm not a nun. I can't dedicate large swaths of my time to prayer. I've got to worry about kids and about family and about work. How can I balance that with prayer? Or in fact, how can I carry in a prayerful attitude into the work that I have to do? I realize that today's gospel, the visitation, sort of perfectly addresses this question. How we can maintain and keep that prayerful attitude in all that we do, and in fact, in a certain sense, making whatever we do in the world a type of prayer. Mary was the one, of course, who just had the Annunciation. Angel appeared to her. She's going to be the mother of God. But she doesn't say, hey, I need to go have a retreat. I need to go spend some more time in prayer. No, in fact, she goes in haste, Scripture tells us, to be there to minister to her cousin Elizabeth, who is with child. And so she is active. She's working in the world. But even more, Elizabeth, she's the one who sees Mary, but more importantly, sees Jesus in Mary. In this encounter with the Blessed Virgin Mary, she's able to discern the presence of the Messiah. And so this is what we are called to do too. Not just stay in prayer, but sometimes we're going to have to go out in order to minister, to encounter others in the different places of work or school or family, and be challenged to, in that encounter, to be able to encounter and to see Jesus. This is the way that we bring our prayer into the world. But in order to do so, in order to be able to recognize the Lord, we've got to have what I'm going to call a contemplative attitude or a contemplative approach to life. Normally in the Catholic sense, when we talk about contemplation or being contemplative, we're talking about a type of prayer, a prayer that sort of goes beyond words, where we contemplate truth, we contemplate beauty. This is if you're looking at a work of art. Your brain isn't necessarily engaged, but you're contemplating the work of art in front of you or contemplating the sunrise or the sunset. In the same way that prayer is ultimately moving towards that deeper level, of contemplation. But if we look at the word contemplation, the root word is the Latin templum, which basically is or means a place of observation, almost like an observation tower, one might say. And so to contemplate is to observe, to watch very closely in particular, to see where God is, how he's working, to notice the presence of Christ. And so that's what we need to cultivate is this contemplative approach to life where we are hyper-observant to see where Jesus is 
and how we can encounter him in our daily lives. And I'm going to suggest <clears throat> that this contemplative attitude, this prayerful attitude can be fostered in our life by three very practical things, three very practical steps. The first is something that I've preached about before, is that so often people come to me and they say, Father, I pray, but I don't hear anything. I don't encounter Jesus. I've got all these friends saying they heard God's word or he appeared to them. <coughs> they had an inspiration. I don't have anything. Well, the truth is 99.9% .9 of Christians and Catholics are not going to hear God's voice, are not going to see Jesus, but they still need to pray. Because why? Because prayer is the place where we sort of tune in, we connect to the main frame, where the Lord can fill us up when we receive him. But what we receive in prayer, though, gives us a heightened sensibility that when we leave prayer, we are tuned in, as it were, we're, we're, we're zoned in so that we can see the Lord inspire us, anoint certain situations where we're able to perceive Christ in others. This is what St. Therese talks about in one of her, her writings. She says she never experienced any sort of voice in prayer, but she knew her prayer was valuable and important because when she was outside of prayer, she was able to get these insights, to be able to perceive Jesus in certain ways that she realized that if she wasn't praying, she wouldn't be able to do. Prayer is where we sort of tune in to the right frequency so that we can have that contemplative attitude and notice Christ in the world. The second is something that we've heard before, that we need to be able to live in the present moment to be able to be here where we are with what's going on around us so that we can be observant, that we can see Jesus, the Lord working in the particular event, the particular situation, the encounter with another individual that we're having. I'm not talking about discerning God's will, but instead discerning Christ's presence. But this is easier said than done because it's so easy for us to get caught up with work, caught into caught up with work, school, family, all these things where we don't pay attention to what's going on. We just sort of go through the motions, get caught up in the routine, unable to contemplate, sometimes taking things for granted, and even worse, sometimes just sort of becoming anesthetized, where we're like a zombie going through every single day. The challenge is, is to build up that habit where we can have the contemplative approach. It doesn't happen overnight, but over time, when we build up that habit, we gain the ability to be more observant, to be more contemplative, where everything matters, where we're realizing Jesus and all that goes on, and we're not just zooming through life thoughtlessly <coughs> and mindlessly. And third and finally, after we have prayed and tuned in and also been observant, it's time for reflection, possibly at the end of the day or maybe the end of the week, to look back at the significant encounters we had, where we can say, yeah, it was in this conversation I saw Jesus. It was in this uh, thing that I read that I heard the word of God. It was in this situation that I knew the Lord loved me. 
And so we have to go back to reflect on these things. Just like Mary did. The scripture says that she kept all these things in her heart. She used the daily things that she encountered, the words that were spoken to her, as sort of the basis of her prayer. And we can do the same thing by keeping these things in our heart, reflecting on them, trying to discern how God is there, and to understand and have sort of a deeper meaning. And what it does is it impresses itself on our heart, it impresses itself on our memory. So as we go forward and maybe are having a difficult time or a dark time, we can go back to those memories to say, yes, this is where the Lord was. This is the fruit of my contemplative attitude and my reflections on my experience. These three things are ultimately how we can learn to have the contemplative approach, but how we can pray always. How can I say that? How can we say that we can pray always? Because what is prayer? Prayer is ultimately nothing more than an encounter with Jesus, an encounter with God. And so, yes, we can encounter him quite often in silence and in our individual prayer. We can encounter him in the Eucharist. But the main place we encounter Jesus is around us in our relationships and the events of our life. And so when we are able to notice that, to see the Lord come to us, to encounter the Lord there, then that can become a real source of prayer. It doesn't mean that we use this as a substitute for private prayer, a substitute for Eucharistic adoration or Mass, not at all. It goes along with it, but it flows from it. And the more we're able to build up that attitude, the more we're going to be able to perceive Jesus. And it's so crucial in this preparation for Christmas. Because what are we ultimately called to do at Christmas? With the eyes of faith, with that contemplative approach, to be able to look at this little baby, to look at these two people, Mary and Joseph, in this poor stable, and to be able to see the revelation of God in something that on the surface doesn't look like anything special. But it's only the person who has that contemplative attitude who is being observant and on the, in the mystery of Christmas that we can perceive the presence of the Almighty. Amen.